what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. We'll try not to like too much talk over each other, but again, we are girls and we are. We disagree. Okay, welcome back to Chick Chat, everyone. It's time for your favorite guilty pleasure. We are once again, I would like to note, staying on schedule. Look at us. Look, another month under our under our belts here. How exciting. So exciting. Jeanette. Good morning. Hello. I haven't seen you in a while. I know. Since this the last great. time, I think. I know. This is, I mean, we work in the same building great. and I never see you, but just makes our conversations here on the it microphone does. a lot better. I'm pretty yeah. excited. We got some, got some stuff to well, talk oh, about. Oh, we got stuff. Oh, we got stuff. And I'm going to, I'm going to do my housekeeping stuff first so that then you can get some things off your chest I because I can feel it. I know it. You see it blowing. I'm like puffed <laughs> up right now. You're, you're like hemmed up. You're I antsy. Just, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Well. Welcome to Chick Chat here on The Mesh. We are your favorite guilty pleasure among the network, at least. Uh, We would love for you to go check out everything else that's on The Mesh. We have all kinds of shows, something for everybody. We have a film review show. We have a fantasy football show. We have education um, shows and business entrepreneurship shows. All kinds of things. So really encourage you to go check that out. Again, it's themesh.tv on the internet. Um, and you can find us on social media all over the place. So enough of that. I'm Mary Margaret. You're Jeanette. I am still. We yes. are about to get into mm-hmm. the, the details here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So for those of you who have not followed along with us, we watch Big Brother. Yes. There. We said it. Like, I mean, it's... It is our summer guilty pleasures. We wait for it every summer. Yes. And every summer I'm disappointed. <laughs> every summer I yell at my TV. Right. Every summer my husband rolls his eyes that I'm watching it. Yes. Um, so the finale was last night. Yep. Okay. We're all a little... We have not discussed this. We put this out there like, I kind of know how Jeanette feels. She kind of knows how I feel. But we have not discussed this finale yet. So you're hearing this raw. So we're still some a little salty, some a little okay. We'll see. All right. So just as a quick recap, Mm -hmm. this was the finale. They'd been in the house, what, 90 some days? Yeah. I think it's like 92 or something like that days, uh, which is a long time. Um, They had narrowed it down to three, which were Josh, Paul, and Christmas. They were um, competing live, essentially, you know, for the finale part of who was going to be the final two. Right. And they built this up. Josh won the final head of household competition and was able to select who he was going to evict. And he chose to evict Christmas. Christmas comes out, becomes the ninth member and final member of the jury. And... Um, and then Paul and Josh then had to kind of give their speeches and say their reasoning and sitting there, you know, just waiting for the final votes, which the jury then determined mm-hmm. in the end mm-hmm. by one vote that Josh was the winner. Such the wrong decision. Okay. I am ready to hear your reasons Listen, as why. Like him or not, Paul played the best game of the summer. 
he went in there as the only vet, not like last year when the vets had what four, six. I think it was of them. maybe four of them or something. Yeah, yeah. there was multiple, yes. and a vet ended up winning because they had help along the way. Yes, he was in there by himself. He technically should have been out week one, but we know he got that that save immunity a deal. So at worst, he should have been out week four, five, or six. He should have been out before jury. Absolutely. So that was kind of their first mistake. Right. That was will, their first every, mistake. Yeah. So I think they were all a little bit starstruck this season between this season and last season. It, it has annoyed me to no end that the jury gets out there and they vote not based on gameplay and strategy, but based on, I'm mad that you lied to me. Hello, you're playing a game. It's not called, hey, pick the best personality in the house and let's give them $500,000. Josh was handed $500,000 by the jury because he was he held on to Paul's coattails, stayed loyal to Paul, allowed he, – he made Paul – he Paul gave him some dirty work to do. He did it. I'm not saying Josh didn't play a good game. Did he play a better game than Paul? No. Paul was the puppet master. How do you give someone, how do you not give someone credit for where you are because he fooled you? He played the game. And even Jessica, as much as she dislikes Paul, said, my vote would have been for Paul because he played all of us. He played the best game. He played the game the way it's supposed to be played. But everybody got out there. And then what, what drove me nuts is the couple stuck together with their votes. You don't have your own mind. Mark and Elena voted together. Alex and Jason voted together. I mean, even Kevin, who he lied to last, was like, hey, that's the game. I vote for Paul. Cody completely voted on emotions. I will beg to differ on that one. Really? Here's what. Did you, and we can get into this part in a little bit. Um, did you by any chance watch the, uh, live feed, not live feed on CBS, but like the, uh, I think it was Facebook live feed yeah. with Will Kirby right afterwards, mm-hmm. which if I could vote for Will Kirby again, every and again, game, and again, I would, <laughs> I mean, and he was trying to say, you guys are some bitter jurors. Oh yeah. yeah when, during yeah. that little round table thing. Every he's like, year. He's like, every year there's guys, bitter jurors. Cause I think he's trying to tell them. Don't go based off your bitter. Right. It was gameplay. How can you well, say that Paul didn't play a good game? But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The entire summer, what are you trying to do? You're trying to get the person out that you don't want to win, correct? Right. right. Okay. So some would say that their whole goal for the summer is to be the last man standing. Yes. But then some people are saying, well, if I'm not going to be the last man standing, my goal is to make sure that I won't the right person to win by me getting out the people that shouldn't win. Okay. Okay. Cody, all he wanted his entire time in the house was to get Paul out. He was unable to do it because everybody else was following Paul. Okay. Which I'm not faulting at all for that. Um, But that's what he wanted to do. This was how he got Paul out. It was the wrong, but you're the game's over at this point. Not for Paul and Josh. Well, they're in there playing, trying to get jury votes. Paul had poor jury management. They said it multiple times last night. Josh's best move in the game, and and Paul knew it because Paul called him out on it last night and got mm-hmm. catty about it. He said uh, that this was cowardly. 
But oh, I agree Josh, with him. Oh, I absolutely hands down disagree. I think Josh was brilliant for saying it in his diary or his uh, what do they call goodbye the messages, messages that he who he was working with. Because if you're going to be getting jury votes, you got to be planting some seeds. And he was telling the truth. Paul chose to lie in his outgoing messages to be his goodbye messages to people, knowing that they're going to go right in there and start talking about it. So I fully believe that Paul drank his own Kool-Aid. Paul started actually believing what he was saying to people, which was fooling everyone, you know? Now, I absolutely hands down believe that Paul played the game the right way. He played the game better than anybody better than Josh. He played the game better than obviously those people on the jury. I will definitely give that to him nine days a week. Okay. Well, but I do not like Paul. I know. I but think that Paul. And Paul's not, I mean, Paul's a, he's one of those hit or miss people. I, I think he would probably be fun outside of the house. I but. think Paul is cocky. I think Paul is the, I, I think Paul, and I told you this outside of the show that yeah. I did my free trial on CBS.com live feeds. <laughs> I um, watched the live feeds, which for those of you that, again, don't understand, uh, Big Brother, they have like hundreds of cameras, some sort of crazy number of cameras, mm-hmm. right? Like watching these people in a house. 24 7 like when they're sleeping the cameras are on them when they're in the shower the cameras are on the outside of the shower of course but um you can see this now if you pay cbs a certain amount of money per month you can watch these live feeds at any time on any of your devices so they offer a free week trial i did the free week and then canceled so that i could just see what it was all about it's kind of fun to do to just kind of get a little glimpse of it I happened to fall on the time when Cody and Jess were just about out the door and they were essentially, um, the house ganged up on them and started kind of a, I don't even know what to call it. Like a, it was a session, if you will, out in the backyard that I watched unbeknownst what was about to happen. I see Paul upstairs, basically in the HOH room holding court saying, you know what, guys? Here's what we should do. Raven should say this, and then Kevin should say this, and then you should do this, and then she should do this. You guys, we should totally do that. And Christmas sat there the whole time, puppy dog eyed Adam, just going, uh huh, uh huh, yeah, that's brilliant. Oh my God, this is amazing. This would be so, <laughs> was so great. Paul, you're fantastic. I love you. Um, and even had Mark, Elena, and Matt, even who's not fans of like Mark and Elena at that point, they were all kind of at each other's throats. All of them going to Christmas and saying, don't you think this is a little wrong? Like, why are we having to belittle someone in the house to break them down? Like, why would you do that to their, you know, insulting their personal life, their outside life, like things like that. They're here. We're playing a game. We're not here to hurt people emotionally, you know, and, and Paul stood out there and laughed and ganged up on them and basically led the charge to go and sit. And I saw this really ugly side of Paul, and I thought it was really, really poor taste. Um, and if you noticed, it was brought up twice last night in the finale yeah. about bullying. And Paul has said multiple times, I don't think I'm a bully. I don't think I'm a bully. 
But then he would call Cody a bully, or he would call this, you know. And Cody had bullying moments. Absolutely, no, not saying that I don't think anybody else was had bullying moments. I mean, the pots and pans are a little extreme. Yeah, and they've done that every season, right? But since Dick, since Evil Dick, I mean, it's just it's. Or was he the one who did it? Or he's the one who did it? Yeah, but apparently the way it started was on season two, which was Will Kirby's season. Yeah, they um, in the middle of the night, the um, it was either the Amazing Racers or the Survivors. Whichever ones, like a group of them that were getting, came in and did like a raid in the middle oh, of the night, okay. and one of the girls brought pots and pans Got and she it, was banging them. But then they left. I mean, there right. wasn't to get on people's like. Um, it wasn't every night. Exactly like Josh was doing. So well, yeah, that's why you know I didn't agree with Josh on this point of how he kind of acted with that. So I think there's a level. It would be different if this happened every season and we all kind of knew that. Sadly, bullying was like part of the show or right. something, but it's not. Yeah. Look at all the winners that have gone this far in the past and have not had to do that stuff. They've not had to belittle people and like act like that and then kind of point the fingers the other way. And so I didn't right. do it. You did. You were the ringleader. You well, were the puppet master of bullying. And I think, and not anything against them, but in a way, Cody and Jessica brought that out in people this year, I think. Not just Paul, but a lot of them. Because they kind of did have this we're better than everybody else type of attitude. And we're our relationship is real. Yours isn't. Yours is for TV. We're this. We're that. We're the nice people. We're this. They did kind of put themselves Agreed. in a box and say, Agreed. Yeah, we're better than you. But that's like saying, you know, that someone deserves to no, be bullied. No, I'm not saying they point. deserve to yeah, be bullied. Right. But I can, I, not where I see where it came from. That shouldn't have happened because right. they were going to leave. One of them was leaving. Exactly. They were but, out the door. That's, right. I guess, what a little bit of like why I was doing this. I was like, you guys have already, you're the ones voting. Well, out. except Jessica had revealed to everybody she had the temptation to keep them. That yes. was the week they, they both stayed. Right. So that was her mistake in telling people that. But, Absolutely. And not understanding how her own thing getting worked. Getting it how it worked. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But I think this is where my bone. I have a bone to pick with CBS because the show is becoming so predictable. predictable every Everything, time. something happens. The same thing happens every year. It's, it's just, you know, the outcome. Yep. I mean, it's, so it's even the games, obviously you know, there's going to be alliances formed yes. day one. I don't know you, but let's, let's work together. Yeah. This whole game It's going to be showmances, showmances. Yeah. There's, and they're going to cause trouble. You know I mean? That's going to be a big riff. If you will, the games are going to get consistent enough to where the people in the house can predict what game is coming next. Like, Make up yeah. some new. Oh, we're gonna have Otev. We're gonna exactly. have. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna they, be the one where we slip and slide down the side right. on Crisco. It's, it was it they was fun it. to watch in the first years, and and I'm still convinced that the veto was different before. The veto now, if you win and you take somebody off, you're both safe. I I still say there was at least one season where. If you use the veto on somebody else, then you became vulnerable. You could still right. be put up, right? Um, because I want to say it happened to Marcellus. Where he saved his friend, but and then, then he, he got, got put on the block, and he got voted out. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. His name, it was Amy, I think, was her his friend. We'll have to go back and watch the season where Marcellus was on there and, and his friend Amy. Okay. And he used the veto to save Amy, because he was conflicted about it, because he right. knew, if I use this, they can vote me out. Right. But I'm going to use it and hope that they don't. Right. And then he got put on the block. The first season, if you one had a household, that was fine. You could still play the next week. Yeah. But I think they changed that because Kobe or whatever who it was won like every head of household. Ah, uh, so, uh, I see. But yeah. still, I'm still in the whole realm of this is called Big Brother. You have people 
watching this three and four times a week, uh-huh. you should let us be involved more than saying, oh, Absolutely. this what should they eat for have not week? Right. You know, like give we them something. Yeah. Our vote is for this person to be evicted. Yeah. Give America Which is a vote. why I did like the temptation, you know, aspect of this a little bit more in the sense that at least there was something I kind of yeah. felt that was throwing everybody off because but it was new. The temptation thing, I feel like was staged oh, and it was set up hands because hands Paul down. won week one to win. I, we don't want to bring the vet in and then have him out yes. the first week. So we're going to save him for three weeks. Yeah. And then the whole thing with Christmas getting hurt. Now we're going to give her this temptation. Yes. And then Jessica, as soon as Cody leaves, let's do the whole, yeah. we're going to, we know the battle back is coming back and Cody's probably going to win it. Yeah. Cause we're going to make sure he wins it by making it very physical. And we're going to say, let her have this thing where she can yeah. save both of them Yeah, because they know how the votes are coming in. Mm-hmm. Either they know that America's going to vote for Jessica to get it, or they're just going to give it to Jessica yeah. regardless of how the votes go. Yeah. I'm tired of the battle back. If you're voted out, stay out. Just be out. Just, just be, be out. Down with Don't it. battle back from eviction. Don't battle back from jury house Yeah, because that throws people's games off. And then they're yeah. sitting there trying to strategize. When's double eviction? When's the battle back mm-hmm. and, th- and then they start placing their game on like you said what's happened in the past yeah. and cbs always follows through and it's like yeah. oh cody you're really not going anywhere yeah. because we're gonna have a battle back like you know what so, I, I i'm over you it. know i get so tired of whenever the house guests and see paul paul did this a lot i follow along on twitter a lot about like there's live feeders out there that watch this 24 7 i mean i don't know what else they do but they post up like highlights from the day, I guess. Yeah. And there's always a lot of, um, Paul saying things like, Oh no, this season, this is what happened. Like last season, this is what happened. And no guys, trust me. Like I've been here before. This is what happened. You know? So Paul set himself up. I mean, obviously as a move, but as an outsider, it's like, God, that's so annoying. He was constantly saying, you know, no guys, trust me because I've been here before. Right. So they're all they're all kind of playing into that. But he but he was consistent about it. Well, he was also saying this season sucks compared to my season. It did. Absolutely. (laughs) Again, but if I'm in the house with him, that's the last thing I want to hear. I want to be like, screw you, Paul. This is my season. Like, let's enjoy this. You know, instead, you're sitting here telling me like you guys kind of suck. And so because they coupled up so quick, it was so clear from the beginning. I mean. It, it it just I'm so over like the best thing that ever happened was like that coup d'etat and then they never did it yeah. again yeah yeah and then Will Kirby winning and never won a competition right like that's when Big Brother was Derek good. never never got on the block Derek never got on the block mm-hmm. I mean but Derek, never told anybody he was a cop exactly like, like those type of things are what I'm looking for now yes. I feel like you've got a bunch of models in there yes. and then you throw in one older stay at home dad yes. and then you throw somebody from and a like previous this, like season like a nerdy yeah. weird guy the you weird know, guy yeah. who you know is going to be out in the first right. two weeks I mean right. let's just do away I want to see I want to see a couple different seasons okay so one is I want to see a season of all the first timers kicked off ooh right that'd be good so everybody that was kicked off the first week Comes back and competes. Because we don't know who they are anyway. Exactly. Whole <laughs> right. new cast. Yay. Yeah. Where were you? I think I remember you, but yeah. welcome back. Cool. Whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that would be pretty yeah. cool because I guarantee you, like you said, there's a lot of these super fans and the people that kind of come in real hardcore and that's who gets voted out that first night. 
because they come across that strong. I bet if you put all those people in one room together, it's like battle of the minds at that point. You know, I mean, I think that could be really interesting. I also want to see an episode or a season where everybody's over 30. Oh, yeah. How about an all-male cast or an all-female cast? Yeah, yeah. Just do something. be fine with that. Yeah. Because that's going to get good. Yeah. I think (laughs) that, I think if you did something with like this, I mean, there were people in the house that are 22 years old this time. Yeah. I'm like, you know, Richard, what are you talking about? You know, it was just, it was just, it's hard to watch them. And I'm thinking if there's those people that are like over 30, I mean, not like 30s old, you know, you're still going to have like young, competitive, fresh people that are able to compete in these things and physical stuff too. But I do think there's just going to be a different level of maturity. Paul's like 24 years old. Right. It's like you're putting people in a, in a frat house. Absolutely. For the summer. That's why things like Survivor and Amazing yes. Race are so fun to watch because it's such a diverse have older cast. cast on older, there. younger. Uh-huh. I mean, different races of everything. You know, different backgrounds. An IT Absolutely. guy, a football player. You know, it's just like a nerd. You just yep. people from all walks of life, mm-hmm. and that's people vote based on gameplay. Like, well, I almost want them to combat the whole alliance thing by saying. Going in, this is who you're – like they did it one year with teams, but this is who your team is. If this team wins – but I only want there to be like two teams. They don't need to be like they did with Paul's season where you're a team of four. Right. But if your team wins head of household, then anybody from your alliance can be voted out. We don't need to know who's on the block. Right. They can vote for anybody in that group. Yeah. And yeah. that would be more interesting because people won't be like, well, let's backdoor and do all this. Like, I'm so tired of the backdoor and the yeah, it's dumb. And- well, you know what? It doesn't, it's not even really a backdoor anymore because they all you sit know. there and tell each other. Right. It's so <laughs> annoying. They all sit there when Julie comes out there and Julie's like, what'd you think? And they're like, well, they told me about two hours ago that I was going to be gone because they didn't want me to be upset on thing or whatever. I'm like, no. Don't tell. Like, why would you tell? Like, that's just ruining everybody's games whenever that happens. Like, that's, that's not how a game per se is played um you know i just think that that's kind of weird i would like the eviction ceremony to be more like the nomination ceremony where everybody gets to put a key in to somebody they used to do that remember it used to pass around the key i always liked that where they pulled out a key and they were like oh you're safe you know yeah (laughs) um so what do you think of cody being voted america's favorite player He's so boring. Man. I mean, he's a cute, he's cute. They felt bad for him, but he is like, I don't know what he and Jessica talk about. Cause he's so like, yeah, it's cool. I mean, I don't know. He's maybe he's camera shy. I mean, he seems like a fine, like an okay guy, but I'm so yeah. over America's favorite player too. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just, and why are they getting a- half the amount of second place? Yeah. Like give him 5,000 bucks or something like, yeah, you, you, people liked you. People liked you. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, and it's funny, it's always, I was always reading things like Paul always predicted things happening, you know, and he would say 100% about stuff. So he would say, and it was like his catchphrase, I guess, 100%, 100%. So he'd be like, guys, it's totally going to be a, a double eviction this week, 100%, 100%. Wouldn't happen. Yeah. And then it'd be the next week. Well, I mean, no, 100%. It's going to be a double eviction this week, you know. And he was 100%. Kevin's going to get America's favorite player, 100%. And then Kevin left. And he's like, 100% it's Christmas. Christmas is going to get America's favorite I would have voted for Kevin. I would have voted for Kevin. I liked him. I, yeah. 
Again, I mean, he was fine. He was the only but again, older he person in the house. He didn't really have anybody with. He didn't have anything in common with anybody. Sure, I mean, but he. I don't know. I just. I feel like he was just. I mean, he was the ultimate definition of a floater. Well, yeah, but so yeah. was last year's winner. Uh, true, <laughs> like true. So. But it was. It was in the. I mean, second year in a row, though. You know, I mean, had to do something right to get there, but. I mean, Kevin admitted that he didn't really quite know what was going on. <laughs> and that's what I love. Like, no. even just do something like Head of Household gets one nomination, America gets the other. Something to switch sure. it up. Sure, I could so see that. So that the house is a little on edge. Well, I was about to say, going... I love the idea of them being a little more scared yes. of, like, what's about to happen. It's so predictable. Everything's it's so predictable, predictable now. Yeah. Um, so now we know... That in the winter, this fall is going to be Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Who's going to be on that? Vanilla Ice. I mean. I'm predicting he'll be one of them. It's going to be like um, Snooki and. Oh, gosh, no. Vanilla Ice and <laughs> Gary Busey. and he's always on Yeah, them. you know, and Brett Michaels. Yeah. Um, all, the, all the people who have their own reality show. Yeah, it's going to be point. everybody from Celebrity Rehab just over here in the house. Didn't they do like a Celebrity Big Brother almost with um, on VH1 where they just had a bunch of people moving? Like Vern Troyer was on it. Wasn't that Celebrity Rehab? I mean, that's not Celebrity Rehab, like but that? it was like Celebrity. That's where like the Brady guy was on there. Mm. And he hooked, he was like, what was that with called? America's Next Top Model. Well, and they got married. <laughs> they did. Yes. And then they what had was a special show? about that. I forget, but yes, there was something like that on VH1. See, there on VH1 or Bravo. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I think it would be really interesting because um, some other people and I were talking about like celebrity. I'm totally watching that. I'm totally watching that because I think there's probably a few celebrities that have watched Big Brother in the sense that have seen bits and pieces of it, you know. But I think for the most part, it is going to put some people off their rocker being in there and having no clue that like, there's no phones, there's no media, there's no TV, there's no, there's no books, there's no dates. There's yeah. no, there's nothing. You're cooking your own food. You are not going out to eat. You're sitting around, not doing anything. I mean, this is a, it's a totally different lifestyle for even D list actors. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's going to be, I watch. I'll, I'll totally watch. Who's going to form an alliance? <laughs> how funny would it be to have like, you know, like Gary Busey and like a WWE wrestler, like in an and alliance. Gary tells everybody, like, oh, we're totally voting you out. <laughs> Bromance. That right. type of things. I mean, like, I think it'd be awesome. He'd be the one wild card. Like, we got to get Gary out because he tells everybody everything. Like, I mean, I just heard him <laughs> talking upstairs and I'm pretty sure the votes are like three, four. You're gone. Was that a secret? Was it been a Tony buddy? Wait. Gary I Busey wait. is like. <laughs> I'm dying for them to announce the cast. Snoop Dogg will be on there with Martha Stewart. I know. I want to see the cast. I want to know the date that it's coming, everything. like. And then we know that as soon as the winter Big Brother is over, it means it's almost time for a real Big Brother. Yeah. Which we'll is going to be season 20. Yeah. It'll season be the same 20, thing. I hope they do not disappoint us. I want something good on season 20. I would love Mike Herbie and, and Will. Mike Boogie. I mean, Mike Boogie and Will. And oh, my yeah, gosh. Mike Boogie They're and like Will my Kirby favorite people ever. Favorite. Mine, too. Love, love, love them. Bring. It was, yes. Bring, <laughs> bring. Hey, Will, how's it going? Oh, hey, Mike. Good to see you. Yeah. Hey, did you know that I just evicted my own show bands? That's amazing. I mean, just replace them as the host of Big Brother. So, you know that Will, as I was saying earlier, we'd get to this. Will Kirby, who I have always loved. Yes. 
Um, it's my all-time favorite. Absolutely. I mean, it's a tie with him and Mike Boogie, because I do yeah, love Mike Boogie. Boogie. Yeah. I do love me some Mike Boogie. Yes. So I think, um, you know, he took over for Jeff Schroeder. Really? Yeah. So Jeff Schroeder. So he didn't do the after show? Mm-mm. So Jeff Schroeder announced several weeks ago, he did all the preliminary interviews okay. and everything with all the cast members before they went in the house, mm-hmm. you know, I like that last step before they go in and um, he would interview the people whenever they got evicted. Okay. But midway through the season, he got a job as this new like news correspondent on this kind of online show called Daily Blast Live. What? Yep. I started following them on Instagram. It's basically a online quick news feed thing of people doing reports of like one minute each type. I mean, they're very quick, but mm-hmm. it's kind of get all your updates here on the fly. And he's part of that. So he moved to Denver um, and that's where the show is being produced what? and he's there. And so he basically said like, while I'm still a fan and I'll still be involved, like, you know, watching it and, and whatnot, I can can't for contract reasons like do CBS work now. Got it. So they bring in Will Kirby on the fly. Okay. So Will Kirby does all the after show interviews last night. And by, I mean, he did everybody's and it was hilarious. Okay. So he, whenever Cameron came over, he was like, Oh, Glenn Garcia back here uh, for an interview. Hey Glenn, thanks for coming. And Cameron's like, it's a, my name's Cameron. He's like, oh, my bad. Totally didn't remember you from the season. You know, <laughs> like just joking around yeah. with him and stuff. And then he would, um, he kind of made a crack about, to somebody else, about Raven's extreme stories in the house. Her in, she's the puppet master. Her inverted spine <laughs> and her, her degree, uh, her GPA being dance. Did you see that? No. Yeah, she tells Paul that her mom is in Mensa. Mm-hmm. And Paul was like, really? And she was like, yeah, I am too. And he was like, you're in Mensa. <laughs> and she said, yeah. And he was like, what was your GPA in school? And she said, dance. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I mean, love, I love that she got evicted into jury house and the looks people gave her like Elena just could not contain herself. She was like, this is the funniest thing. Like, I was the real puppet master. I, I, pulled the, I was pulling I pulled the, strings the strings behind Then why the are you here? <laughs> Everybody's like, and here you sit. And then they watched her thing and they were like, looking at her like puppet master. <laughs> She's like, but I knew, I knew. I knew everything that was happening before you guys said, she was like, we were in alliance with Paul and everybody else was like, so but was I. <laughs> and Cody's like, I wasn't. <laughs> Sorry, Cody. Cody's like, not me. I didn't actually. I do like Cody. It's just, I wish you, I don't know. I mean, I get why people like Cody in the sense of there's a lot of people out there, a lot like you and me, not, you know, we actually, I think, are a little bit more appreciative of the whole game. Yeah. But I think probably some of the younger crowd that are sitting there watching it being like, F you, Paul, or F you this, you know, like, Cody was right. Like, he was doing this, this, this. And so they're all kind of like, Cody was the only one that stood up and did this, you know, whereas you and I, knowing... You can be as gallant as you want, you know, and steadfast mm-hmm. about your ways on how it's supposed to be. But if you end up in jury, it's that's it. You end up in jury. So what? I it doesn't matter in the end because you're in jury. Whereas I think some of the newbies or young people watching it are kind of like, yeah, Cody's, you know, he's 
that's the way you're supposed to do it. Like, stand true to yourself or whatever. Well, but I do think Cody may have ruined the season. Because of his initial whole thing with, let's just get Paul out. And not talking to his alliance. He was the worst alliance oh, well, that, player. He was that the worst, was, he was worst, the worst teammate at that point ever. In history. Granted, like, <laughs> to give him credit, though, you know, two things I would give him credit for. First of all, when he did battle back in, he mm, came in and kind of said. Shouldn't have happened, but yeah. Well, when he came back in, he kind of said, yeah, you're right. I'm not saying a word. I'm keeping my mouth shut because, I mean, he said, I totally did this wrong. I get it. However, <laughs> that first week, I mean, you're going to gain a whole house of enemies if you have to put five people up in one week. Yeah. That sucked. Like, I get it. It's part of the game or whatever. But just speaking, if I was in that situation, I'd be like, what the hell do you expect me to do? Like, I mean, I, I've got like seven people I can choose from based on who was able to be nominated. Mm-hmm. And I have to nominate five of you. Cool. Now you're <laughs> all on my case. You know I mean? That, that's got to suck for anybody. I mean, imagine if somebody else was in that role and had to have had five nominees. Well, I, I, let me clarify. I don't think his bad move was trying to get Paul out. No. It was putting Christmas up. Because uh, she was part of his alliance. But it was kind of like picking the lesser in your alliance. Because he had people like Alex he could have put up. He could have put up. I mean, there were so many other people that. Was Alex technically in his alliance at that point, though? You knew from day one that he was a huge fan of Alex. Like, he made that extremely clear. That's why Jessica and Alex never got along. Yeah. You know, he made that extremely clear. Alex, I want you to stay. I want to go to bat for you. I think you're super smart. He said it in the DR, which he hardly said anything about anybody. <laughs> but Alex, he said stuff about it. He was like, she's, she's got her head on her shoulders. She knows this game. She's doing it the right way. Yeah. So, to end this all, in the very beginning, who... From who from, okay, let's take away like that Paul's a vet. Take mm-hmm. that away. I mean, but from the very beginning, like who initially were you pulling for? As you were kind of watching the season and it's coming about and you're like, you know, I'd really like this person to win. And liked, you still had a big pot to choose from. I liked Christmas at okay. first. I mean, yeah. and I still liked her. Uh-huh. I felt bad when she broke. I would have loved to have seen what type of player she would have been. Had she not Absolutely. broken her foot? Because I think she got she made it she was made it to final three mm-hmm. with a broken foot. Yeah. But I think the game itself would have been completely different had Christmas been a hundred percent healthy and been able to compete the way we know she can compete. Yeah. Even with that whole with her being able to stand, you knew there she was working on one foot. Yeah. Definitely. So I mean on the unicorn. And, and it was stuff her like choice to too. stay. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But at the same time it's like my other big beef with the whole show, and you, I've told you this before, ladies, please stop depending on men to pull you through to the end of the game. Right. If I would love to see the girls stick together, showmance or not. They try it every time to have this female alliance, and as soon as somebody brings it up, that person but goes home. The show, the, but the feet, but um, alliance is always done in because one of them, at least one of them, is always in a showmance, and they're playing for their part, their showmance, yeah. and their buds. Yeah. And it always ends up that the guys, they end up saving all those guys because they're going to protect us, whatever, whatever. And then it ends up that those guys end up taking out all the girls. Yeah. Please stop. Have your showmance, but say, we can do this, but understand that we are two individuals playing this game. Right. If you choose to have a showmance. I'm not saying don't fall in love on the game. If you want to do that, cool. I think it's weird, but whatever. (laughs) I mean, you're in a kind of a weird... (laughs) house situation but whatever, <laughs> whatever you know whatever. Uh, like, cool. i would love to see the girl a girl's alliance pull through 
Yeah. Because even last year, female winner, yes, but because guys helped her get there because yeah. of a showman's. Do it together. I so would love to see it's a female one of those in the final things, three. It's one of those things where I feel like in every scenario of Big Brother, somebody can use the argument, but is that playing the game? Is that just playing the game? You know, is riding on somebody's coattails good gameplay? Sure. Yeah, I mean, it could be. Right. I mean, I'm not, I don't know. But That's would what I'm you saying. get my vote in the end in jury? Exactly. No. Exactly. So I guess, you know, we could say that about Kevin this season. You know, hey. Well, Kevin said it about Kevin. Riding, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, riding yeah. somebody's coattails all the way down there. You know, is that good gameplay or is that poor gameplay? I don't know because I guess it depends on what kind of player you are. You know, um, overall, I, and I was a fan of Jason. Oh, I like Jason yeah. too. I was a fan Jason, of Jason. I'm a fan of Jason. I I um I did like him. I think he had a nice mix of social and um competition. Yeah. Um balance, which I think you have to do. You mm-hmm. can't be heavy on one and not have any of the other and stuff. So I think he kind of came into it once he started getting his groove and figuring out the game a little bit cuz he was fairly fresh to the idea of Big Brother. Um, I liked his personality. Yeah. I think he at least tried to stay positive through a lot of it. Um, I think whenever a fight did erupt between him and Matt, he stumbled and he got frustrated because he he doesn't like that confrontation, you know, and that's why he got all like uh 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 in it. And so it's yeah, you can tell that's not him by the way he acted when he found out that Alex really absolutely wasn't, yeah. he was torn he was up. up. Yeah, yeah, he was, like, he was literally torn up. He was apologetic. He admitted that he was wrong. You know what I mean? And that just doesn't happen a lot. You know, and he's a little bit older, mm-hmm. which is where I think that you know if we—I mean, he's not old, but if we got into that whole like thirty and up crowd, I think you might see a different type of gameplay because some people are saying, you know, like. Not saying that if you're over 30, you can't be backstabbing, right. obviously. But I think there might be a different mentality to it just because yeah. your brain has finally fused together, boys. Yeah, you, so. you, you care more about hurting people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that really is. And it's, you know, I think if Paul would have stood up at the very end last night and kind of said, look, like, guys, instead of that speech that he gave, which, again, as a speech, it was a good speech because it was, he had it all laid out. He obviously had practiced it. Right. But if he would have maybe shown a little more like sympathy or a little more softness to like, it, and so I did lie. I'm I, sorry, I exactly. Lied, but that was I yeah. thought I, I did what I thought I had to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, guys. Yes, I admit it. I was doing this. I was, um, you know, basically working with all of you. He's like, however, that was part of the game. It that kept was me what safe. exactly. That's what I had to do. The hardest thing for me was, you know, it. I think it did truly hurt him to take Alex out. Um, yeah. You know, I mean, I think if he would have said something like that, like he might have gotten that one extra vote from somebody. Um, I just felt like he kind of robotically was like sticking to his story. And I get it. If you're going to say it, you got to stick to it. That's fine. But he was just so like, I did this. I did that. I won this. I won this. And now I'm here. Look what I did. But for me, yeah, you know, and I mean, granted, Josh stumbled in his speech and started crying. But again, I know, no, not Josh, (laughs) not Josh. But again, it kind of played into that emotional side of it that he was kind of like, I, you know, I. That's why I told you guys in my goodbye messages what was happening because I didn't like voting you out. 
Yes, he did. No, I don't know. He I did. Think he, I, think he, there, I think there was a handful of people that he honestly, like Jason, I think he had a real hard time voting Jason out. But he was being puppeted by Paul and Christmas. And so, you know, I think when he was crying in Jason's away messages, I think that was genuine. And I think Tim saying, hey, look, I, I'm working with Paul and Christmas was his way of almost saying, look, I'm sorry, but that's why I'm doing it. It's because I'm in an alliance, not because I'm, I don't like you and because I just whatever willy nilly did. Mm-hmm. So I think they both right. had their faults about it. I was not, I know you were not happy that Paul did not win. I was not happy that either one of them were really the final two up there. Yeah. That was my opinion. At least I kind of feel like it, there was just so much stuff that could have been done better in this season with the people they were working with. Nobody took a, sh- a chance this season and put up somebody. Who no big game plays. No, no big, big game Except plays. for Paul and Cody. True. Paul put Cody True. trying to put up Paul. Yeah. And then Paul putting up Cody and Jessica. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, and and even the, for Cody, obviously it didn't work. But at least he tried. I guess yeah. if you're going to give him anything, you know, then. Even the week that he voted Cody and Jessica up. And he knew once he figured out, figured out Jessica's. The hex. The hex. At least he said, you know what? They may both stay, but her hex is gone. Right. She could have had three more free weeks. Right. And that's what he was telling her. Play your game, Jessica. Play for yourself, Jessica. Yeah. And she was like, no. Again, I'm going to, even though she says I would have done it all over again, she fell on her sword for the guy. But you still think, I, I would like to think at least, you hope, that if you're in that situation in the house, whether or not you like this guy or not, let's, you know, her emotional side of Cody or whatever is fine. But I think they're still in the house because they're seeing it from such a different angle than we are, mm-hmm. obviously. Is there's that always that hope of, yeah, but if we can just, you know, if we can, you know, if they've got to know about the hex, they're going to know about the hex. But if we can just get past next week, then we might be able to like, bring Mark and Elena back with us. And then we've got four people in numbers versus the one we have right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they were hoping to just like slowly grow back with like a few people here and there. And Mm -hmm. if you get the numbers and if you can hope that people like Jess and Cody who could compete, you know, because they were fairly good competitors, I think they were banking on that, you know, and I think they were trying to play it to where they said, Oh, I I still think she she should have saved it. She would have saved it. But I think, I think she would have been in the final three. I agree. Because I think she was good. What they didn't do is talk to people and say, I've got this thing. I can keep myself safe for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Throw a competition so that Cody can save one of us. Yeah, because then we'll have these numbers. Then we'll have here. these numbers. Let's I'm work together. Here and Let's talk about what Paul is doing. Mm-hmm. Mark and Mark and Elena would have done it. Yeah, I agree. Just say, let's do this. Instead, they said. Again, let's play this two-person game. Just be us. And just be us, us against the house. And you know what? I'm going to save us both. And then hope that next year, next week, one of us wins the battle back. Or not the battle back, but the keep safety hex thing, Mm -hmm. whatever. It was just so much I would like to see people to do. There's so many things that I think, I don't know that I fully agreed with almost anybody in the house at all times. You know? Like I said, I'm a big Derek fan. I loved Derek's entire game. Derek was exciting to watch because you I were like, his... every week you're like, I can't believe he pulled it off. I know. Is he going to tell anybody? Are they going to figure him he out? He was the that most like, he and Dan yes. were the most like Will and Mike Boogie. Absolutely. That Because those four 
Every week you were like, I can't believe they pulled this off. Yeah. What are they going to do now? Right. This time I knew it was happening because these people were sitting in the DR saying (laughs) I'm with Paul, you know, so I'm not surprised by any of this every week. It was going to be the Paul show. And I think that was a little annoying to me as a viewer, not if I was in the game, it's different, but yeah, you know, Derek, huge fan because I knew that every week I was just like, holy crap. And but he was like genuine and sincere and had a good, nice personality. And he was like a family man and he was there and it, and never told one person about his real job. Yeah. Usually somebody breaks down and says, I'm going to confide in and you. And says, Hey, let me just let tell, me tell you, you don't, something. Don't say anything. He never told one person. They all found out at the finale and Loved they were that. like, Oh that was my one God, of my favorite awesome. parts too. One of my favorite parts what did ever. He tell people he was like some security guard or something. Yeah. I mean, it was something like, <laughs> like he works pretty security. generic. Yeah. 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 Like I didn't lie that. about being an, an officer. Nope. Truly was. I do work security. <laughs> I just For secure the, the world. For the yes. World. Yes. I love it. I thought it was great. Um, that season and stuff. And so this season, not so much. Hate to say it, I just wasn't a big fan of it overall. And I will be looking forward to some celebrity yeah. picture. Okay, brother. rant over. I feel better now. I can. <gasps> Hi, I'm Alan. I'm Chris. And we're the co-host of Foot Candle Films, a movie review and film discussion show here on TheMesh.TV. Each episode, we talk about some new movies, cover some film news, and have some recommendations. And trust us, we're just as likely to talk about the latest Jim Jarmusch film as we are the newest Transformers installment. Hold on, don't get too crazy. Uh, well, okay, maybe not that bad. But you can find our show and all our episodes on TheMesh.TV. Plus, you can subscribe to get new episodes delivered right to your computer or mobile device. We'll see you in the ticket line. Now we can like, like get away from the whole like that series. And now we have a couple more topics to go over. So for all of you out there listening who know nothing about Big Brother, sorry for our segment there, but we had to get that out. It had to be done. That was a lot. Holy crap. (laughs) Woo. Okay. Couple headlines because we have a little segment at the end. We're going to kind of, you know, share with everybody, but couple of things I just want to get your thoughts on. Mm-hmm. We'll keep them short and sweet. So you hear J-Lo's got a boyfriend. I hear. Yes. You hear. You see, I'm I've sure. Because Gorgeous couple. They're beautiful. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. Who's more beautiful than them? I'm pretty <laughs> sure that they are the perfect pair. Probably. Okay. Probably, so we're yes. discussing that this is Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, mm-hmm. Alex Rodriguez, A-Rod. <laughs> How is it not any more it perfect? Was, it was in the cards. It, it's always been there. I I I kind of dig them. I like it. You know, they dress up when they go out. A-Rod puts They're on a suit so and a jacket. I love it. They have this beautiful skin tone. It's fantastic. Like Ken and Barbie. Absolutely. Of the, you know, like celebrity world, I guess. I mean, do you think J-Lo would be willing to have more children? Maybe. I don't know how old she is. She's but almost... She's like 45. You think so? She's older. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, she'll be almost 50 girl. I don't what? know. What? I don't know. I'm really, putting, I, I'm making stuff up. She's 40. I mean, just, I'm gonna, I don't <laughs> know. Just, 40 totally 50. just talking about <laughs> making up people's ages. Anyway, if you go do a search and you type in JLo, a rod images, then click on images on Google. They're, they're phenomenal. Their babies would be beautiful. That's why I'm kind of, that's what I was getting at. I'm kind of hoping Maybe. that there's a chance that they will have the world's most beautifully athletic and toned 
child ever. If there's ever going to be a child with like muscles and six pack baby, mm-hmm. it's going to be oh, it's that this one. one. Yeah. It'd be born with a six pack. Yes. And beautiful hair. Yes. You know, and what Perfectly I really tanned. like, you know what I really <laughs> like is that I've seen pictures of them like taking selfies and I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. Like you are taking selfies of each other. Then A-Rod has been interviewed mm-hmm. recently and has had nothing but just gushing praise for her. Whereas a lot of times you don't see them talk about it. You know, oh yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, okay, she's, they want the she's world a to nice, know. she's a nice lady and a, you know, we enjoy spending time together. No, he is like, she's amazing. And he's like, you know, she's on another level. I, you know, he's like, I'm out of my league. Like he's saying this stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, just be still, yes. be still my heart. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So I'm all for them. I'm going to, I'm going to chalk one up on the chick chat vote for yes. Yes. Okay. Great. Speaking of, um, vote for yes. How do we feel about Kim and Kanye finding a baby mama to carry their baby? Sure. I don't care about surrogacy. Obviously that's, that's that's amazing. I'm glad that there's people out there that are able to do that. And happy to um, help others that are unable to carry because of health problems and whatnot. And I do think it's smart if you are in danger at any point that you explore things like Just, that. You know, didn't she have difficulty with yes, the second pregnancy? Absolutely, yeah. she had issues. Kim um, had some scares, you know, with the pregnancy. So, by all means, I'm super glad about it. I'm just not quite sure we need a third one. That's all there is to it. Well, I think it's all of them have a lot of kids that have yeah. the ones that have kids. Like she comes from. Four, and then they were like the Brady mm-hmm. bunch, where there's like ten of them now. Yeah, and four, then, and then it was, then it was the Kardashians, and then the Jenners, which was like Brandon and Brody, Brandon and Brody. Yeah, and stuff. okay. So the step, so those came in. Those were step siblings when okay. the Jenners were married, and then Kardashian and Jenner had two kids together. So half Kardashians, correct? Okay, Dinners. Kardinners. <laughs> <laughs> right. So and I get yeah. I love the idea of a big family and her sister has what three now? Courtney? Uh yeah, I believe three. so. I believe Penelope, so. Yeah. Rain or I don't know if Rain's a real word, I might be making that up. But that might be a, not a, I can't remember name. the names, but yes, you're yeah. you're right. I think there's three of them. Um you know, I Well, I get okay, I will say Full disclosure, I have yeah. watched Keeping Up with the Kardashians some. Okay. I think her big thing is she and her siblings all having kids around the same age. Growing sure. up together. Sure. Cousins the same age so that they're not like, yeah, we've got this 20-year-old cousin and then we've got this 7-year-old cousin. Yeah. And yeah, we hang out at family functions, but they don't do anything together. She's all about them yeah. being like close and really good And friends. I get that. And that's cool. You know, and I think it's great. Like I said, it's I just another she, Kim and Kanye well, baby that I'm like. Bleh. I think she's always had her mind three. Okay, um, if not more. Sure. And so maybe she was hoping with the second one to be able to have the third, but then yeah. when the doctor was like, eh, "You know, it might not be the best thing." Yeah, she said, yeah. "You know what? While we're still young, under forty, Understood. at least she yeah. is. I don't know how old he is, I don't but either. Um, let's just do this and let's because I want my kids to grow up and be the same age because that's how she grew up. I get it." So, so here's the, the, the source as to why they're having this child. Oh. Right. So, um, it says that as Saint, baby Saint, you know, gets bigger, 
um, Kim has been talking more and more about the third baby because she believes that her kids have grown up too fast and she really misses having a baby in the family. Well, what, what better reason to have a there's, baby? There's your reasoning, <laughs> right. my friends. Yeah, yes. Okay. And I get it. I mean, obviously, it's you get baby fever, you do that. And I get it. And yeah. she is, you know, hey, she can provide for these children, True. and that's great. So it's not like we're bringing in, like, you know, babies that don't have food and can't, you know, somebody that shouldn't be able to house a child. Right. This child will have multiple rooms, and that's great. But right. um, I'm just, yeah, like I said, it's just the whole Kim Kanye thing just is weird to me. And Kanye is just so unpredictable sometimes. I'm a little a little past it, but hey, congratulations. Yay. Now, somebody that should have a third baby. I know who should have a third baby. Who is that? Uh, the royal family. Oh, have like 10 I more want babies. a gazillion royal babies. Except I feel bad for her because she's got the worst morning sicknesses. Yeah. She's like some yeah. condition. Yeah. Um, she, she, yeah, it's an actual term, whatever it is, that has like, yeah, it's, it's called extreme yeah. morning sickness. Um, and it's not just morning, it's all day sickness. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, it's horrible that she's had to be like hospitalized for it and stuff. However, it sounds like now, knowing going forward that this is the case, there are at least ways to monitor and she knows that she just has to be at home. She's canceled her, you know, um, public engagements and stuff. Yeah. You know, that, um, that at least she's taking care of herself and obviously has good care for it. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh. The most recent pictures of the babies. I mean, I can say the babies, but like they're phenomenal. George going to preschool might have been. I was about to say George going to preschool in that little outfit and daddy taking him. Oh my gosh. Melt melting my heart. Yes. I absolutely loved it. Just, oi. Okay. And did you notice? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I missed it, but I did not see the preschool teacher curtsy. And I loved that. Because I feel like it was told beforehand. Right. My kid is just another kid coming Treat to school. Treat him like a kid. Treat here. him like a kid. Do not curtsy to yes. me or him mm. when we drop him off. I, I would I would hope so. I mean, maybe I missed the curtsy, but I didn't see one. I, I did not pay attention nor catch it, but I would hope that that was the case. I like that. I loved it. I like that a lot. Um, and it's cannot I'm wait. More, I'm even more hopeful that this means that Harry and Megan, you know, she's getting up there in age. He's getting up there in age. That, and I know he likes the babies. He's all excited about baby number three. I, I think he makes a baby number. He wants a baby number one, maybe. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Well, I don't know. Whatever. We'll Stop see. It. I mean, if something, I don't know. Stop it. I kind of, you know, want him to just big brother it and come out and say stuff, you know, and like kind of just. Fill us in instead of everybody. Well, she just... she had an interview in a magazine where she talked about them. Like how? Like like we're a... in love. He's... We are what? Yes. No. Like no, they're I... not. She said they are not. We in are love. two people. She's who, in love because he's a love. prince. <laughs> She's in love she with said, him. She said, "I love the idea of our story, and I love a fairy tale." And a good um, love because story. you're dating a prince. Well, yes. Okay. okay yes. But. I mean, I want to hear Harry's side of it. Harry, he, you know, well, uh, the palace and he Harry, came out and said they stand behind her interview a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think Harry's in there being like, meh? Yeah, I mean, no, like, it's cool. She's it, a cool girl. We like hanging out. I mean, she's she's hot and stuff. Yeah, right. <laughs> she's a cool girl, 
and we have a really chill time together. I mean, you know, at this point, she has to get everything approved. <gasps> so the fact that she was able to say yeah. that. No, I understand. Has people speculating that are they already engaged? Because, you know, there's this whole little protocol. Like, Will yeah, and Kate right, were, yeah. were engaged before we knew they were engaged. Oh, yeah. They were engaged on safari. Well, and these, they, Megan and Harry went on a three-week African vacation. Yeah, okay. And if he proposed out there, I'd be, I'd be ticked off. Well, because he took I'm like, hey, listen Falls here, copycat, too. get a little more original. Well, you know, he gave the ring to Will to give to Kate. That was his ring. Diana's ring was his. Was Harry's. Harry's. Yes. Yes. So if he wants to propose in Africa, go for it. You think he's going to ask for something back? Like, in return? <laughs> like, hey, can I get like a stone out of that? <laughs> Is there any way we could like, like work out a timeshare on it? Kind of. Right. Okay. Where is it? Sometimes she's pregnant right now. She doesn't really need it, right? She's well, got to stay inside. I'm looking for when is it around Christmas? Maybe an okay. announcement because it'll be. I think it'll be before the baby's here. But mm-hmm. right now we're all excited about the royal baby. We're not going to cross over stories. Let's and all we, be excited, well, especially because we also just went through the anniversary of their mom's death. Right. So. Um, I think nobody wanted to stomp on any of that. If there is an announcement to be made, they were not going to do it around that time because I don't think Will and Harry would have allowed that. Um, because there was so, what was this? The 20th year, this was the 20th 20th year, right? So it was a big deal. And they did a lot of interviews actually, Mm -hmm. which they don't do a lot of interviews about their mom, but I think they did interviews this time because it was the 20th Mm -hmm. and kind of, they told those stories about the last time they spoke with her some of that stuff. So there was no way that that was happening then. And then came the baby news, yes. which by the way, in the article that I read about it, and it's been a couple articles that everybody's speculating because they assumed, assumed again, that the Royal family has kept this news for the 12 week period mm-hmm. that normally, um, you know, get you, you through wait, the first yeah. trimester. It's kind of the, kind of the safe zone, if you will. They assumed that they told right after the 12-week period, which would put the baby coming in April. Okay. Okay? So, however, the other day, um, Prince William went to a, what is called a Spitalfields Crypt Trust. It's a charity that supports those dealing with homelessness and addiction in East London. And he dropped a major hint that his wife might be further along in the pregnancy than we were originally led to believe. Basically, um... Somebody congratulated him, like, on your upcoming birth Mm -hmm. of this baby or whatever. And it was, uh, I don't know if they said it was, like, another soon-to-be dad or something like that, but they were talking about a midwife. And William said, you know, um, all the best with your midwifery. I think that's how you say it, midwifery. I may see you sooner than you think. So that's the way he put it to this midwife situation they were talking about. Yeah. Obviously, there's a lot of playing into that. But we know that, I think, based on her previous um, illnesses and stuff associated with the pregnancy, that it was probably at least the 12 weeks that they told us, if not longer. Or unless they waited until she was about to show. Or she exactly. started to show like, a little she bit. Could so she be, be four or five She months. could be 20 weeks now. Yeah. And we wouldn't know it, you know, because she's kind of she's, in hiding now. Yeah. And you know? she's I mean, really scared. Yeah, we would yeah. never. Yeah, exactly. So I think, um, you know, April's going to be the latest that it would be. Well, see, and that's where I think, like, if you so get if there was that, a Christmas get the, announcement, get the Christmas there's plenty of time. Thanksgiving Christmas yes. announcement, 
Have time to have the baby and then the wedding after that, yeah. soon after so that. So you're going to have, you could have Christmas announcement, space to breathe. Yes. Like die down. Baby born, die down, wedding. Yes. Is that what you're saying? And then another pregnancy announcement. Hey. Hey-o. Well, because you I don't want to talk about that. Listen. No, we're talking is, about it. Wedding is one thing. <laughs> I am not talking about Harry you having a baby. about it. No. It's going to no. happen. No. Listen. So... <laughs> Megan is the the Invictus Games, which is Harry's big thing. Yes, happens yes. in Toronto this year. Yes, so they say that Megan they are making their first public appearance together in the states or in, in Toronto. In Toronto, okay. At the Invictus Games, sorry, she Canada, will join not the him. states. I didn't mean that. She will join him at the games. Now she won't be have any official duties, and she won't be like part of the ceremonies and stuff. But in the stands, she's going to be cheering. Will, they will make their their first public appearance, just like Chelsea Davy did all those years. Do not compare Meghan Markle <laughs> to Chelsea Davey. Uh, I it mean, is so not. Homegirl went through all that process too. Like, <gasps> let's just Chelsea. say Meghan Markle is not the first one to deal with this. Listen, mm-hmm. he was young. He's thirty-five now. She's like thirty-eight. They should call him Big Brother. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother. Yes. Royal Big Brother. Let's get all the royals in together. The Dutch royals, the Spanish royals. I think that would gotta be really boring though. Don't you think they'd all just be sitting there? They'd all serve each other. Who's making dinner? We don't know how to boil water. Nobody's gonna eat. Like nobody can eat. Except Kate and Megan. They'll be like, Oh my gosh, you guys seriously? Oh my god, I wish we would have been a royal when we married in. Right. Like perfect. I at least know how to put something in the microwave. You see Harry over there trying to figure out the microwave. How do you get beep? <laughs> beep? Beep. What? What is going it's on? It's making noise, but nothing's happening. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh man. Well, yay royals. Yay royals. That's one baby number three I can get behind. Excellent. Ooh, now we got to think of names. Diana. Oh Come on, Diana. Oh, it could totally have a Diana in there, right? But. Charlotte, Charlotte has Diana has in her da- name. Diana you know they later. have like eight names, so I know, right? I want, which which he could easily um, still use Diana in a, in like a middle name yeah. fashion again because they all have like Charles in there somewhere or Ooh. something, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, they Charles, all have like William exactly. Like maybe that was the I'll give you the ring, but I get Diana as as the baby name. Baby name. Ooh. Look baby at us, Diana. <laughs> Look at us like playing like actual Carrie and Megan figuring out their stuff. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Well, we'll keep posted on that. We'll we have marked down. I'll let you know as soon as the engagement announcement. I know we have have marked down notification (laughs) on my phone. Please notify me as soon as the announcement. Correspondence that comes up. Like I'm trying to friend Megan Markle. She just won't answer me back. Like can we just be besties? What's going on? I don't understand. I am, I am, uh, I, I will, I will give you props if any of this actually happens. So I need you to be more on board with this. I'm thinking he could, he could very well be like that. Uh, what was Grace Kelly's son's name? You know, he's the, yeah, the King of Monica. Now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, he, yeah, I know you're he was about. like the bachelor forever. It's, stop forever. No. And then he ma- finally married this lady and was like, eh. Albert, that's it. Yeah, I kind of think it, Harry might end up like Stop. that. Why do you not want me to fulfill to live my dreams? I'm just not that? I'm just not a big fan of Megan. Why? So you don't I don't know. know her. I think I think she I I think Harry deserves better than just an actress. Really? Yep. Yep. 
But we wanted him with Emma Watson. No, I thought that would be a really good hookup. I'm not sure about marriage. <laughs> who would you have him marry? A royal? No. He's better than that. No, I want someone who doesn't really have a name. Like Kate was. I mean, Kate came from a pretty prominent family, though. Yes, absolutely. But they weren't famous, you know, like celebrities. And they weren't uh, They were royals. socialites. That's fine. That's fine. Harry doesn't run in those circles. I don't want somebody that Who's makes he a living meet? on TV. Who's he going to meet? Some at the how grocery that, store. How is that going to be? How is that going to be like, hey, honey, like it's a, it is a bad Hallmark movie. You know, the actress marries the prince. Now she's got to that come That is over a here. great Hallmark movie. No, I don't know. It's Where a, you're just shopping at the local a, food line one day mm-hmm, it's and you a bump into a prince and you're like, hey, hey, and you're all rude to him. And then you find out he's a prince and you're like, you're kind of scum. And then you fall in love and you get married. Perfect story. No, no. You don't know their love story. She said it's beautiful. I know. I'm sure it is. (laughs) And I trust Megan. (laughs) Megan said it's beautiful. So you know it's true. So you know. I read it on the internet. (laughs) If it's on the internet, it is true. Oh my goodness. Okay. So just friend me and we'll chat, Megan. Let me set this girl straight. (laughs) Give me the deets. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll keep an eye on that. Do you. Tell everybody a little bit about your background here. You are not from North Carolina. I'm not. I'm from Ohio. 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 Okay. Land of presidents. (laughs) (laughs) Is that really what it's called? I mean, we've got like seven or eight that are from Ohio. We have a bunch as well here in North Carolina, which I wanted to kind of touch on for just a minute. I think that people maybe don't quite understand, you know, out there on internet land, we're in this great little small town here called Hickory, North Carolina. Yes. How long have you been here? Uh, about 19 years now or so. Okay. So yeah, you're totally while. legit. Yeah, I'm, I'm legit. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, God, we've known each other a really long time long now. A long time. Yes. Really See? long time now. Just I like, like that. yesterday, doesn't it? It does. Um, I'm born and bred, mm-hmm. born and bred Hickory, North Carolina. Moved away for a little while. Had to, you know, find yourself. Grow your wings. Yep. Got <laughs> sucked back in. Else. Got sucked back in. It's like a vortex, this hickory. <laughs> hickory is. Yeah. Um, and so I just wanted to give a couple little shout outs to all the people living around this world that are listening to Chick Chat all, all over the world. Over like the this world. is. <laughs> like Megan and Canada. We did it. <laughs> all right. All right. Very I do. England. I want to know if any of our Canadian fans are fans of Megan. That, that, say yes. I said this girl or straight. tell the truth, set whatever. Set this girl straight <laughs> on our, on our future uh, non queen, but in line secession to be clean. <laughs> right. We'll figure it out. We'll figure Y'all it out. I'll just sit back. Harry's going to be like 20th in line soon if they keep having kids. Well, exactly. He's just getting knocked off one by one. Like he's kind of like, you know, you know, that's why he loves them. Have, have more babies. Yeah, he's like, really guys, <laughs> I'm cool with Sky's this. Guys, the limit for you. <laughs> Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I can, that way I can do more of what I want to do. We can do this Anastasia do. up in this house. Just think about it. Who remembers, like, Andrew? And I always forget they have Edward as a brother. Oh, yeah. I always forget about Edward. Then They're his done. wife pops up every now and then at some event. You're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're like, wow. There is an Edward. really, really in line. Yeah. Like, They're like, like in, 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 in line. Don't care. Yeah. Yeah, they're like those those sisters that wear the weird hats. Yes. You know what I'm talking about yes. that show up at all the weddings? Eugenie and Beatrice or something? <laughs> Beatrix. Beatrix. I don't know what her name is. It's got an X in it's it. It's like Ramona Beezus. Yes. Yeah. Like they show up at they the, show weddings. the weddings. They show up at the weddings. like, oh, yeah. 
Andrew, like, oh, Andrew's there, and he's sixteenth in line or whatever. People yeah, remember Fergie more than they remember Andrew. <laughs> true, true story. And she'd been out there a long time. She's shunned out. <laughs> she's shunned. She's like went, in Texas. Went still, right? Weight Watchers. Remember that? She did a commercial yeah. for it. Even. Yeah, she did. I mean, mm-mm. Diana's queen sitting back there being like, "See, no, I told y'all, told get that y'all. girl out. <laughs> I no, told y'all, thinking? Fergie, we do not trust Fergie. That is it." <laughs> Woo. All right. So on to North Carolina. Yes. So I'm not going to give them this little history lesson or anything like that. I just want people to know what a great little place we live in. You know, I think you've kind of established it as your home. Sure. Enjoyed it. You married somebody. Where is Tavelle from? Michigan. Michigan. Okay. Who chose to be here in North Carolina and has stayed here this long. He's been here just as long, right? Yes. Um, You've chosen to have a family here. And my my kid is not a... Natural is, citizen, is, <laughs> natural born citizen of North Carolina. See, <laughs> she can stay. She can stay. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, the different states I've lived in, you know, each time I think the ultimate goal was to move back to North Carolina, mm-hmm. not knowing when, but we did eventually, obviously. And so um, I just wanted to point out a few of the people that you might not realize hail from North Carolina. Okay. Okay. Hit me with it. And I, I'm, some of them I think you might be surprised by. Cecil D. DeMille. Okay. We're okay. We went way back on this You know one, when okay. Cecil, yes. Cecil DeMille, when she Mr. says, I'm ready, ready for my close-up, Mr. Yes. DeMille. That one. Okay. You're going way yeah. back. I mean, well, it was just, it was the name. What um, part of North Carolina? He's from Washington. Okay. There's a, on the yeah, East Coast. On the East Coast. Yep. Called Washington. Um, these are all over the place. These are not in like uh, order of any sort. Okay. okay. But I think some people might relate to them out there because who cannot relate to Zach Galifianakis? Yes. 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 I love him. Love him. Yeah, he's funny. I think he's hilarious. Between Between Ferns is probably the best show out there. One of the best shows out there behind Chick Chat. I love it. Yes. Um, And he's from Wilkesboro, which is just around the corner. He's from Wilkesboro? Yes. Yes, girl. I went to a uh, civic function one weekend. Um, that was being held in like a church fellowship hall Mm -hmm. and we're setting up tables in this fellowship hall and they have pictures of members up on the wall and there's all like George Galifianakis or whatever. It was his dad's picture because it was his family's church. Yeah. In North Wilkesboro. Craziness. Yeah. He is from Wilkesboro born and bred like, wow. Family's still there. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Ava Gardner. Yeah, big, very famous movie star, you know, considered one of the best of her era. Um, Beautiful. Of course, she's from Gardner. I think I only I'm sorry, Smithfield. Yeah, I think I only remember that because Uh I went to Smithfield for something before and I saw a sign. sign, Don't they? They have a sign. Yeah, Ava Gardner. North Carolina loves their signs being like, home of. Yeah, it's like, look at that. Yes, yes. Um, Oh, this one's good. Vince McMahon. No. Uh-huh. Over the, the wrestling guy? Uh, mm-hmm. The chairman of the World Wrestling Entertainment, WWE. He's from Pinehurst. What? Yeah, if you don't know, Pinehurst is a big golf community. Mm-hmm. Um, Pinehurst, Southern Pines, that area. Um, the I believe the catchphrase is something about uh, the only people that live here are newlyweds and nearly dead. Just <laughs> That's not the real saying. But I, <laughs> I, I, I've never I just, heard that, but okay. Well, I just said it. That okay. was so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, there you go, Pinehurst. That's your right. new town motto. Sorry. Um, here's a good one. Julianne Moore. Really? Yes. Love her Love actress her and stuff. Yeah. She is from Fort Bragg. So uh, okay. maybe it's Army. military background. Okay. Yep. So we have Fort Bragg here on the coast um, ish. 
Um, and they, um, you know, I think there's actually several people on the list that I saw over that were from that area, you okay. know, military probably didn't stay here very long, but it doesn't matter. It counts. You were, like you said, a natural born citizen here. <laughs> That's right. Um, soupy sales. You know who Soupy Sales is? Yeah, he's an old you know, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he died back in 09, but he was famous for the pie in the face. He's yes. comedian at the end. Yeah, he's from uh, Franklinton. So, little I've tiny town. Franklinton. Yeah, okay. well. Jamie Presley. Yeah. Actress. Mm-hmm, who, you know, has been in a lot of stuff, I think. But she's from Kinston. So, she's. I did know that. They've they, probably got a sign there, they too. They've probably got a yeah. sign in Kinston. Alma J- Jamie Presley. My my name is first name is Earl or something. My name is Earl. Yeah, my name is Earl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, Andy Griffith, of course. Okay. I mean, that's his real name. You know, I mean, yes. a lot of people were watching the Andy Griffith show. Like, that's obviously his real name. Um, Mayberry is a town. Well, here is it? Is it? Or yes. Is it Mount Airy? No, no. It is. There is a Mayberry. But he is not from there. Okay. He okay. is from Mount Airy. Mount Airy. Yes. Okay. So, so there is a Mayberry. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so he's, you know, actor, singer, director, everything. I mean, obviously did here, fairly right? well for himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was home, home, home for him. Home. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ken Jeong. I did know that. Yes. I didn't know. Did I know that? I knew that he went to Duke. I don't know that I knew he was from North Carolina. He's from Greensboro. So Look at that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, Kind of big city, North yeah. Carolina. Um, you know, some of these are from the little towns that you just don't hear as much from. But he's from big ones. So. He has a medical degree from Duke, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, so like a bizarre. For real. I know, so weird <laughs> yeah. and awkwardly funny. Like it's yeah. just, I love him. Uh, Star Jones, remember Star Jones? That. I do remember Star she Jones. She used to be on the View. the View. She's a lawyer, right? Get up in yeah. your face. That one. Uh, yeah, she's from Baden. 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 Okay. Yeah. Heard of Baden? Uh huh. Um. Oh, here's one of my favorites, Skeet Ulrich. You know him? Really? Yeah, I love. He's a little cute. Oh, he's so cute. And back in the '90s, when he was on his heyday on the Scream movies, remember he played Cotton? Yes, Cotton Weary. Cotton Son or something. Cotton Weary, I think it was. He was the boyfriend in the first one. Yeah, they thought was the bad guy though. Yeah, they thought he was the one that was going to be like he was the bad one, but he's. Beautiful. I didn't yes. care. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Didn't care. Um, he actually comes from a very famous NASCAR family. So, yeah, the Ricky Rudds. What? Ricky Rudd family. Yeah. So, anyway, that's his family there. And Skeet raced for a while. Um, so, he's actually been on the NASCAR circuit, which is North Carolina is pretty much like the home of NASCAR. Yeah. In case people don't realize. Um, it's taken very seriously here. So. Um, Where's he from? Uh, he is from Concord. Okay, I was gonna yeah, ask if he's that's like the right in the area. heart yeah. of of all the of all the racing stuff. Uh, yes, yeah, Keith Ulrich from Concord, um, Bellamy Young, the first lady, the lady on Scandal. Yeah, the oh, first lady, the first lady. Yes, mm. um, Melly, Melly. Yeah, Melly is from Asheville. Okay, yeah. So I love her too. I think she's really spunky and stuff but maybe when she's talking about her daddy's hooch on the show maybe it's like real life stories it might be right they took from real life absolutely um i'm gonna you know uh shyler lee is that how you say it skyler shyler yeah the girl from from gray's anatomy that played lexi yeah right yeah rest Mm -hmm. in peace she is from charlotte 
Oh. Yep. Um, so that's that's are some of the actors or whatever. I'm just going to breeze through some of these musicians. What about Andy McDowell? Is she from North Carolina or does Asheville. she just live here? I think she lives here now. I'm not sure if she's actually from here. Okay. Yes, but she does live here currently. Yes. Um, some other people, you know, that I know, um, uh, Pauletta Pearson, who is married to Denzel Washington. Yes. She is from here and she actually went to Lenore Ryan, which yeah. is the university here well, she's in from town. This area, right? That I went to. Yes. She is from Newton. Yes. Family's still here. Mm-hmm. Um, which means Denzel comes. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, like, if you said Newton, North Carolina to Denzel Washington, he knows who it is, where it is. Yes. I love that. Love it. Um, do you know who Matthew Settle is? I do not. Okay. He played Rufus on Gossip Girl, the dad. Okay. Okay. He's, I watched like he's, half a season of he's that. He's beautiful. Okay. He's, I mean, he's a bit older. He's yeah. beautiful. Um, and guess where he's from? Where? Hickory. No, he's not. <laughs> where the mesh is located, where Chick Chat's being broadcast from. So who knows him personally? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> okay. And I'm upset about it, but. somebody does. Right. Somebody. Yeah. Uh, do you know who Burgess Jenkins is? Nope. Okay. So, remember the Titans? The yes. movie? He was the mean white boy. Okay? That basically stayed mean the entire time. Okay. Whereas, the two then bond of friendship, he became the mean guy. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, that was kind of his first role. Then he later was on uh, One Tree Hill, which is filmed in North Carolina, yeah, P.S. Um, and he played the coach of the Bobcats, which Nathan goes and plays professional basketball for. Mm-hmm. So he is was a coach on there. He's been in lots of like these little Hallmark movies and different you know movies like this. However, I went to college with him. So you know him at Lenore Ryan University. Uh-huh. Was Lenore Ryan College back then? But Look shout out Burgess. Yep. Um, so there's a little, some more fun ones. Here's some good ones in case you are curious about music, because we've got some amazing musicians that have come out here. So many that I couldn't even name all of these, but let me just, uh, breeze through some, of course, of course, James Taylor hails from, So he's actually from North Carolina. He is from here. He's from Chapel Hill area. Oh. In my mind, he's going to Carolina all Always. the time. Can't help that. Um, now one of, listen to J- James Taylor after this. Well, I don't know. You might find some of these other ones that you want to listen to because one of my favorite stories of all time is a video that you and I watched um, because from Charlotte, North Carolina, it's Casey and Jojo. Oh. <laughs> yes. All my life. I for someone like Yeah, that one you. I did know. They, uh... You have to go and Google Casey and JoJo pass out during performance <laughs> to where I think it's JoJo probably. I think JoJo passes out. And he literally going. faints during a performance and Casey's up there being like, Oh my life, I pray for someone like you. And the whole audience is like, uh. <laughs> and Casey knows what's happening. He's just like, hey. He's like, cool, somebody come get him. They come and get him, wake him up, and then he comes back he on stage and sings. It yes. might be the best moment yes. ever. Um, Eric Church. Yes. Eric Church that. is from right here, right on Granite Falls, which yep. is a little outside of Hickory. Um, obviously, really um, 
made his way over the last 10 years or so in country music. Good stuff. Um, one of my favorites is Ben Folds. Okay, um, yeah. I love Ben Folds. Ben Folds 5, you know, for people that didn't know it back in the day, they sang Brick and stuff like that. So it was, uh, uh, he is from Winston-Salem in Chapel oh. Hill area. Roberta Flack. Hmm. Yeah. Didn't know that. Soul up in here. Got some soul in North Carolina. She's from Asheville. All right. Yeah. Speaking of what's popular in Asheville, probably more than anywhere, but they are from Concord, are the Avett brothers. Scott and Seth are both from Concord. Got their start here playing in really small places, uh, bars and restaurants and things like that. Um, And worked their way up, had help with their daddy, who was a a musician as well. But yeah, the Avett brothers, large and in charge from Concord, North Carolina. Uh, Ryan Adams, who, you know, uh, he's saying, um, New York, New York. Okay, so the Mandy Moore husband, right? Correct. Now. Not the son. Ex-husband. The ex-husband. Yes. The other one's from Canada, I think. Who? Ryan Reynolds? No, there's another Ryan. Or is it Brian Adams? Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Summer okay. of 69. Summer, yeah. Yeah, he's from Canada. Okay. Yes. Uh, he's not on my list. <laughs> Ryan Adams Ryan is Adams. from here. Okay. And, uh, yeah, used to be uh, married to Mandy Moore, who was now newly engaged to somebody else, by the way. Yeah. Um, so where's he from? He's from Jacksonville. Okay. So yeah. Um, Tori Amos. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Who can be heard still every day on the dog commercial. That's right. <laughs> that is right. The ASPCA commercial. And she comes from Newton, North Carolina. No, she doesn't. Mary Margaret Baker's hometown. Yes. Really? Bum, ba, da, da. Yep. Grandmother lived there. Mm-hmm. She lived with her grandmother. So, so. you know, somebody. I, I'm just saying. I'm just, just a good one. I just yeah. know grandma. Yeah. Uh, Chris Daltrey. Remember him? Oh, I remember that because yeah. that was all the big thing on, on American, uh, Idol. American Idol. Yeah. So I have a quick Chris Daltrey story. When I lived in Charleston, I um, worked in tourism. And my office was connected to a uh, music venue that was on the back side and I was called the music farm. Great little venue. And then on the other side of that, we had a bus depot that all the tourism buses, like touring buses rounded up in. Right. So this was not just busing for like getting back and forth around town. These were tour buses and uh, they called it the bus shed. So this music venue is kind of in between our offices. And uh, there was a big, 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 huge, like RV bus type thing parked in front of the entrance to our bus depot and all these tour buses were not able to get out. And so I start getting calls on my cell phone saying, you got to get this bus move. You got to get this bus move, make something happen. Granted, I am eight and three quarters months pregnant at this time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm gigantic. It is sweltering hot in Charleston, South Carolina. I'm mad. I don't want to get up out of my desk. My feet are swollen. But I have to go over there, and I know I'm going to have to basically issue someone a violation, which I was able to do as a in that capacity, right? So I walk over there, and there's nobody at the bus, like no driver or anything. I go inside, and I can't find anybody, and there's all these people unloading stuff, like going back and forth. Nobody would really stop and talk to me. Nobody took me seriously, I guess. Pregnant woman coming in, just kind of standing there with her hands on her hips. 
until um, I kind of raised my voice from it. I was like, I absolutely need somebody to listen to me. We have got to move this bus out here. I'm about to write a ticket. It's got to happen now. And somebody was like, well, that's fine. Write us a ticket. And I turn around and it's Chris Daughtry. What? Face to face. And I'm like, uh, no, I don't have to write you a ticket. It's no big deal. I can just go. However, I did end up writing them a ticket. Had go. to, um, because they wouldn't move. He sounded so, rude. It, it was a little bit rude. Just going to throw that out there. Little, rude. little bit rude. Don't be rude. Yeah. So thanks a lot, Chris Daughtry. Um, yeah. I mean, he's from Roanoke Rapids. I mean. Oh, is that where he's from? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. They're yeah. Running all the time. I know. Maybe there's a sign somewhere. I'll have to look. You'll have to look. <laughs> um, so for anybody that comes through North Carolina, we would love to have you visit. Well, we wait would a minute. You left it. off one oh, of the most important. There's a lot. There's a lot. More. But how could you forget Petey Pablo? Well. He wrote the North Carolina anthem. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Kelly Clarkson's family's. Uh, she's yeah, got family here too. She does. Um, but yeah, there's there's oh, so many. Like I couldn't even dream of <laughs> you it. You can't say North Carolina without saying Petey Pop. Well, North I obviously Carolina. could. You could. <laughs> but every time you say North Carolina, I don't think it's North Carolina. I mean, he's the Nelly of North Carolina. You I mean, know, it's all the Panthers games. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can't go to a sporting event at, in North Carolina without that it's song true. coming on. True. This is true. Um, we we are very proud of our state. We're very proud of this area. We're glad that the mesh is doing, um, these podcasts that are promoting this area. It's something that we think, uh, we have a lot to offer. We've got mountains, we've got beach and you can get between the two of them within one day. It's pretty incredible. It's awesome. Yeah. Not a lot of people and places can say that. So, uh, we would love for you to come visit anytime. We would gladly have you here to the studio to come check things out and come sit in if you'd like. But, um, you know, yeah, I'm I'm always going to Carolina in my mind. Always. Absolutely. All right. So that was a big one. That was a lot of stuff. We covered a whole bunch and a lot of Big Brother. But you know what? It was the finale, and we're not going to get to talk about it for a while. So until, of course, Celebrity Big Brother comes on, and we'll talk about that. We'll talk about who's on there and I'm why. I'm totally going to talk you about that. You know, it's got to be somebody who's got nothing going on for like 90 days, unless they shorten the season. <laughs> they they are absolutely going to get bigger stipends, I think, than regular <laughs> guests, right? Yeah. Have to. Have to. So until then, everybody stay tuned um, to find out what we have to say about that, as well as all the other favorite shows. I've got some new stuff I've been watching in kind of the downtime okay. that has been happening lately. So I can't wait to talk about that next month. I've got a few new shows that I've invested a little time in, mm-hmm. and um, we'll have to get going on that. But until then, we got to keep people coming back for more, right? So right. we got to save some. Um, everybody cross your fingers for uh, Jeanette to receive some good news about a engagement. And uh, let's all send up some happy thoughts for um, the princess and her baby cooking. And, um, you know, let's, let's all cross our fingers for really good house guests on Big Brother Celebrity. All right. So uh, be sure again to go check out the rest of our stuff. All of our old episodes are up. If you have any questions about anything else, we've got some, uh, maybe we, maybe we can get a guest on here soon. One of our, one of our girlfriends upstairs or something and come down and chat. That'd be good. Yeah. I think we could do that. Um, So we'll switch that up a little bit, but go back and check out some old episodes and check out everything else that the mesh has to offer. If you have any questions, comments, feedback, we would gladly take it. We have a voicemail line at 828-619-0048. You can email us at info at the 
mesh.tv or you can find us on Instagram at a new Instagram handle. It's called themesh.tv. Come and find us there. You'll see all kinds of inside scoop from the studio and things that we're doing. Um, and yeah, we're all over Facebook and Twitter and everything else too. So you really can't hide from us. We're all over the place. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, though, Jeanette, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Catch you on the flip side. Bye. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.